0: You are now listening to the Whipped Cream Podcast with Bianca Harris. Hey guys, I tell you every damn week, don't forget to review and subscribe to this podcast. On this week's episode, we have a really good friend of mine, Natasha Singh, who is experiential marketer and producer at Shopify. And 2017 is almost over, baby. We're almost there. This is our second last podcast of the year. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get into it. Let's start with this. What's your astrology sign, even though I already know?
1: <sighs> I love astrology. I'm a fire sign. I'm a Sagittarius. My birthday just passed. It was November 29th. I'm not giving the year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stopping. I actually changed Facebook. I, like, I think I did it a took while out the ago. Year? I took out the year. I'm like, wait, I'm going to stop now.
0: Yeah. It's over. Yeah. We're coming into that like. It doesn't matter. Bracket.
1: Part of me is like, no, I'm going to tell everybody. No, I'm
0: over it. Yeah. Did you have a good birthday? Yeah, it was
1: fun. Yes. Random random drinks, random bar, random dancing.
0: We were just talking about, um, before we pressed record, about the um, Mercury retrograde. I'm just bringing it up because you said you love astrology. So, I mean, I know about it, but I try. I actually try not to listen to a lot yeah. of it because I, I feel like if I put it into my brain, it's going to make it worse. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's hard. There's so much out there now, too. So it's hard to understand and trust what you hear yeah. and what you read. Um, Why are you into astrology is what I meant to ask. I like it as a base of, I was actually talking about this the other day. Um, I like it as a base to understand humans, but obviously you take it with a grain of salt. Like, it, everyone has ascendings, just because I'm a Sagittarius doesn't mean that like, I'm Sagittarius thick and thin. We have, like, rising sign, moon signs, all that other shit.
0: And then also, like, your environment, how you were raised, Of course, all of it yeah. comes into play.
1: So you just, like, it's just easy, especially, like first thing I ask on like Tinder it's like what's your what's your like? no yo,
0: honestly aside from all of the like environmental things people are like their sign so yeah so generally like I'll guess it on, like let's say I'm on set or something and I'll guess like some guy's astrology sign and I'm usually right because I know a lot about it yeah and it's like I think it's just certain traits that people have it doesn't mean you're like a fucking fish if you're a Pisces no. you know but it's like I think that there's like standout traits that certain people have
1: yeah it's just a good foundation yeah foundation for me and then regards to like mercury retrograding all the planets are retrograde some go f- retrograding like I'm not even saying it properly um they'll retrograde for like two years or mercury's the one that happens so often so it happens to four three to four times a year so that's why it's like so much in pop culture and people talk about it all the time and,
0: like they make memes about yeah it and, stuff.
1: and it is like it is a joke but it's knowing okay it's happening mentally prepare like if you're flying if you're traveling there's gonna be delays if you're like trying to do something technical there might be delays there like you just have to if you're trying to um go from one part of the city to the next part of the city there's gonna be traffic there's gonna be extra traffic it's gonna be like not your normal day in like communication travel like all of those areas i've
0: been finding it with my mind like i've been very foggy like i've been meditating yoga whatever all the regular stuff And, like, my brain is, like, foggier. Yeah. Like, I'm just, like, not, like, making decisions. I'm more scattered. I'm just, like, kind of, like... I mean, I'm also really busy, so that could be it. But I'm trying to lie to myself. I just don't want it to be real. I mean, it's the
1: time of year. (laughs) It's December. It's, like, we're at the end. We're tired. Yeah. The fog is real.
0: Okay, so... This is actually interesting, because I I know a little bit about it, but I don't fully know. So, Mm -hmm. like, what was your very first job? Um when i was 16. yeah 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 (laughs) i because then it'll lead into like where how you got here essentially
1: i worked at a dry cleaners cadet cleaners yeah for three months and it was the most boring job it was attached to Zare's, which is like i lived in bramford at the time and yeah i took people's dirty clothes tagged them categorized them and
0: then put them. That's actually so funny, because it's like, that's what you do. Not like, now, but like. It, it's weird
1: <laughs> how I, like, it was the worst job ever. But it's so weird that there's so many things from it that I'm like, wow, this makes sense. Or wow, this yeah. is like my future in some shape or form. Yeah. It was like, I had an AHA the other, I don't remember when. But it was like, wait, I remember this job. I remember some, a skill that I took from the job and how it came to like present day. At the dry cleaner. Yeah. It, I don't remember what skill it was or something. that was like, whoa, why is this so familiar? It was really strange it was really strange weird yeah so cadet and then I went to retail mm-hmm. uh, garage clothing mm-hmm. then from garage clothing uh I went to school to George Brown George Brown fashion design mm-hmm. I went two years great I learned a lot but at the same time I left thinking like I'm not ready to be a designer nor do I want to be a designer
0: oh was that the initial plan
1: well I thought so I wasn't sure, like, in my mind, I'm like, I want to be a fashion designer. But I was young and naive and, like, didn't know much to, didn't know what I could do. And so also being, like, the third out of my siblings, my parents were just like, do whatever you want. Like, I I don't care. Like,
0: oh, by that <laughs> they, time, they're already broken in. <laughs> yeah, they're whatever. like, whatever. Like, this is, you're, you're not going to be a break. nurse or a doctor or, or a
1: teacher. Fine, we don't care. Right. Like, they
0: legit, I don't remember having the pressure. Was that a thing, like, in your family where, because, like, I know yeah. it, like, East Indian, yeah. Punjabi. Um, Everything's like doctor or yeah. lawyer or something like that. So, like we
1: came to this country to give you an opportunity. You're gonna take that opportunity Don't and play. you're gonna run with it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm gonna be a designer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm work in fashion. Yeah. Um, but I was saying that for like a really young age. I was drawing clothes. I was doing like things in fashion. Like I, I cared about those things at a really early age. To even, um, I'm like decorating my apartment right now, and i remember as a kid like redecorating my room like a thousand times a month like i'm gonna put my trinkets here You're just
0: you're like knowing you you're just so that person now like even being at your place it's always like oh yeah but i think i'm gonna move that and then reformulate then like you're just all you're very like do-it-yourself type of person yeah whereas i'm like i have to force myself to be that person where i want to in concept like i'm good at thinking of like the vision Mm -hmm. but i need more help like kind of getting it there like you're like a builder to me like you can like really build something with your hands I feel like yeah even if it's like just like like designing that's like creating in itself I'm a builder I really think that you are (laughs) you never thought about
1: that no I mean yeah I don't think that I I guess I am you are I am I am
0: that's cool that's very cool like you can get in there you know what I mean whereas I'm like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing you know yeah yeah like I need I really need help in that kind of way yeah like I feel like you could like build something from scratch but you have, once give,
1: once you get inspo, you know how to run with it. Yeah. Or like, then you, I'm once like, you have yeah. a reason of why you're going to do it, then you're like, I'm done. I'm going. Yeah, yeah. That's For me, it's like, I don't always need a why. I'm just like, I just need to go do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I like that.
1: Yeah, it's funny. but
0: That you have to be more careful with being committed, yeah. right? I would assume. Because
1: then I'm scattered. I'm right. like, I can do a little bit of everything. I know how to do this. I know how to do that. Which is right. kind of the story of my life. I mean, I'm, I've done a little bit of everything.
0: OK, so then you went from George Brown right, okay. uh,
1: Le Chateau was my part-time job at the time uh, I worked for another boutique on Queen Street which is like destroyed and not even there anymore uh, and then yeah I was part-time Le Chateau working and going to school I graduated and I was just like well I don't know what to do I'm going to continue retail because it made the most sense uh, and then I started getting really invested in the company at the time, and this is like early 2000s-ish, and they gave me promotions, and I was like climbing this retail ladder. And at the time, it was like very not easy, but it was just like accessible, and like they really believed in their people. And for out of any retail job at the time, it was like A really yeah, <laughs> it's really crazy. Like no one when you think about retail, you don't think about a company caring about you and like believing in you. No. But Chateau actually did at the time. Uh, so they still like, exist. They do, yeah. Surprisingly, um, yeah. So then, I just climbed that retail ladder, and mm-hmm. then I applied for an internship to go to Montreal, mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't get it the first year. And I was like, well, you know, this could be a cool opportunity. And I got a call on Tuesday, and they're like, hey, would you want to come to the head office? Uh, to do the buying internship for three months. And I was like, yeah, I'd love to. They're like, OK, cool. Can you come on Sunday? And I'm like, mm, OK, sure. So, so I you had to go. Legit packed up my stuff. I lived with my sister at the time. So I had, like, honestly nothing. Like, I was, I think I was 19. And I had nothing. I'm like, well, nothing's keeping me here. Well, like, why not? So I definitely packed up my stuff for three months, went, got on a train, got there. They put But me was up. it free, the internship? You yeah, they they didn't get paid. So how'd no, you? They, no it, they paid me what I got paid at, like, Store level. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so it was a paid, it, but not it, like. It. And then after the three months, they kept me on, so I ended up moving to Montreal. That turned to me living there for four years. I worked in. Was it four? Yeah. Wow. Accessory buying right, for yeah, like yeah. three years at Chateau, and then I quit and I went to Aldo to do product development, uh, in accessories as well. And that was like, really interesting learning experience. Really interesting, like super shift in culture of a company. Uh, Aldo being way more corporate and Chateau being more like. They're corporate but they they were more lenient and just like go with the flow, semi like mom and pop in a way, just the way the like had office was like structured and organized. And yeah, although it was a huge learning experience, it was two thousand eight and so then boom the recession hit. I lost my job, I got fired, and I was two weeks before my twenty fifth birthday and I'm like, Okay, what am I doing with my life? Like am I going to stay in Montreal? Am I going to, like, keep going to look for other jobs in the industry or should, like, I do something completely d- different? It took me a couple, like, weeks to figure out, like, I started putting resumes because I was panicking I was freaking. It was very traumatizing for me at the time, too. I'm like, this is my life. Like, I've given my life to the industry. What, like, what do I do? Right. Um, I, like, cried for weeks. I was, like, just, like, I just distraught. And finally, I'm like, I went home for Christmas and then I was like, I just should just move home to Bramford and travel and so i decided that you know what that's the right plan a month later i packed up my stuff moved myself home moving home is a whole other story like a naive young person like living in a city for four years thinking that i could move myself home in like a weekend which was like the worst worst idea in the world and i traveled so i went to korea that year i went to uh India for a month and then I went to Europe and I traveled throughout Europe with my best friend at the time.
0: Okay, and okay. now you do work with Kylie Jenner and <laughs> <laughs> So, fast forward a little bit and tell me how you think that you transitioned from all of that, like literally climbing cuz some people I think get into like a I, you hear it all the time like get into a really sick job and mm. then kind of just coast. Yeah. Like I'm very much like that where I'm I'm climbing. Like I'm literally starting at the bottom and I'm going up. So yeah. it's like, there are people that are just, it's a very different, it's, like, more lateral, and it's a very different um, way of getting there, whatever the there is. Yeah. So how do, you, how do you think that you got to, I hate that question, but, like, how do you think you got into where you are now in terms of work? It was. It's so I, I, I hate I that question.
1: It's, it's, no, it's hard. Like, it, it was many more years of just trying to figure it out. came back from traveling that year, and I went back to the industry. I did jobs I hated. I worked in wholesale. I worked back in retail. I did, like, a bunch more jobs. that Like, I legit was just, like, I need to go, like, I just can't do this anymore. Like, I can't. Um, but while I was realizing that, I'm like, I can't just keep jumping to another company either. So, let me stay and figure out things that make me happy. So, then I started. While you're hard- working, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I stayed at the job, started my own passion projects, like, DIY projects. Just, like, things that, I like, legit would make, bring me creative happiness or just, like, and again, I didn't know what it was at the time. I just knew I just needed to do something. So, I just started a bunch of things. One was being a pop-up shop called Walking Closet. So, I did that. I just cool. took one person's closet and then I would like curate it, um, consignment for a weekend and you would buy like thrift clothing of one person's closet in a boutique environment and then it would disappear. I did that for like once a month for 3 years, and that was just like something that made me happy, brought other people happy, like joy cuz they were like letting go and shedding like layers of their skin like they felt like super free after that experience they made money i made a little bit of money um and then that got me into a whole world of like experiences events and i didn't realize I was like marketing i was like legit marketing Learning. event like doing all the things that i do now i didn't know that that's what i was building the skill sets of or for um so again just doing things that made brought happiness to like myself and others i have a
0: question so Within my doing that, I didn't even, again, same kind of idea. I don't know what the hell I was fucking doing. I was just like, that seems like it works. But did you face any, because like I know for me, all of my insecurities came up because it, within having to do all of like the branding and marketing, like you have to put yourself out there too. I had to anyway. Mm -hmm. So did you, like, I had to face a lot of like my insecurities of like, oh, what are people going to think? They're going to be like, why is this person doing this? Who do you think you are to be doing this? Like, did you face any of that stuff? I definitely had like bumps of it, but I was just
1: so. I definitely moments where I'm like, oh, someone else is doing something similar to this. Are they going to think that I'm copying them? And all those, like, I had moments of those. But eventually, I was like, I just don't care. Like, I didn't care at the time. Which was, like, really freeing, to be honest. Like I think that's why I moved so fast. Because I just didn't care. Mm-hmm. And I just kept moving and going and creating. and
0: Not sitting in it. Yeah.
1: Uh, and then, but that hit me later. Like, it hit me, like, actually way later. Where like I what? got really insecure. Um, and just thinking... I think I invested myself so much in like a community of people, mm-hmm. and then I started caring what people thought of me. Then, yes, and then I started like yes. watching, like, oh no, I can't make this move now because this person's gonna think this, and like making all these like unnecessary stories up in my head yeah. that may or may not have been real, but just like slowed me down like later on in the process.
0: I think that like I well I we've talked about this before, and it because you brought it up to me, I was like, oh, that's exactly what I'm feeling, and I think it was I don't know if they, if the, if I'm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the words I think you used were imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Holy shit!" Natasha mentioned this to me before. It popped in my head, and I was like, "That's how I feel sometimes." Yeah. So, like, what did that mean? For, like, can you explain that a little bit? Because I feel like I bring it up because yeah. I feel like a lot of people feel like that, and I feel like they don't even know what it is to yeah. like
1: point out. I legit didn't know what it was until like a year and a half ago or two years ago, okay. and now working in a tech company and there's a lot of terminology that comes out that I'm like, who oh, didn't know what that was, but now I do." <laughs> and then I bring it to other people and they're like, "What does that mean?" Yeah. Um but it's pr- fairly commonly like used in... so pons- imposter syndrome is like obviously you don't feel like you're you you deserve to be where you are. Right. Um or you think like, "You know what? I didn't go to school for this." For me, like I can speak to like how it resonates for myself. Yeah. And for me it's like, "Oh, I didn't go to school for marketing. Oh, I didn't go to school for like Um, half the things that I'm doing right now or design and events and whatever it may be. So I don't really know what I'm doing. No, that's not correct. because I I actually have built all this, but on my own through a different learning experience rather than just like education. Like I educated myself on it in like actual like IRL experiences uh, that I created for myself or others created for me or people like I had mentors around me to share. Right.
0: Um, you hear that a lot, like, even with, like, I don't know who, but, like, you hear that with, like, celebrities that are really famous and, like, powerful, and even when they're at the top of their game, they're like, I feel like I'm like I'm an imposter because I didn't go to school, I don't have all this training, and, like, sometimes they're doing better than the people that did. Yeah. So they always feel like I'm, like, oh, my God. Like, uh, and I feel like that sometimes because I'm, like, I don't, I'm just literally trying and seeing what sticks, you know? So I like to bring that up just because I feel like a lot of people maybe don't have the training but have, like, a lot of the creativity. Yeah. But feel like maybe they can't put it out there because they're scared, right? So
1: the fear factor is like it will hit all of us in some shape or form, and it will prevent us from like moving forward. Um, but I think I was just so lucky at the time of just moving fast when I did was able to move fast. Because again, years later, like it hit, the fear hit me again. Like mm-hmm. I feel it's like a roller coaster. I'll like be on untouchable, and then I'll I'll get stuck and I'll be fearful and I'm not ready to go down, and then I'll go back up. Like it's it where con- do you think you
0: are right now? Um, oh I fight with imposter syndrome every day (laughs) you were saying it casually so I was like I thought you maybe it was something that
1: no I'm still like still dealing with it like what the fuck does experiential marketer mean like I don't know
0: (laughs) I can't even see it I can't even pronounce half the words at the time
1: it's like what is that I don't know like some days I just like google like what is marketing like
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh god it's so embarrassing but here's the thing and what I think that is a good takeaway from this kind of conversation is that like your instinct is what led you to what you're doing now and I think that's even more like I'm not dissing anyone who went to school my sisters go to school they've done that route but I think that sometimes your instinct can even get you further because like even though you don't know what marketing is and we have to google it and we don't know these words right it's like something is like telling you that this is what I need to do and that's what got you there sometimes it's just that yeah like sometimes that can be even more powerful than knowing every term
1: yeah following like again sounds cheesy or whatever it may sound uh just following your gut instincts like What's gonna make you happy? If it's making you happy, go run, keep keep doing it, keep doing more of it. Not to say like go quit your job and like just only do that, but keep doing that on the side, and it's what that's basically what I did until I was re- like ready to take the plunge, and I took the plunge, and I left my job, and I kept doing it, independent like work for three to four years trying to uncover what this entrepreneurial life was would never say i was an entrepreneur because i wasn't confident in that term either at the time um and i was just like oh i'm a freelancer slash do this slash like retail fairy i know answering those questions like what
0: do you do and i'm like
1: elevator pitch no i had nothing i'm like oh i have this pop-up shop i don't know (laughs) like i made it up every time and it sounded really broken and because like i didn't have the confidence but that also led me
0: to where i am now what do you think gave you the confidence or sometimes... I mean, th- confidence is such a weird word because it's like some days I really don't feel confident even though everyone thinks I am yeah. and I'm, like, dying. And then some days I'm like, yeah, I'm the fucking shit. Yeah. Like, you go between both of them. So what do you think got you to the place where you can even say one or the other? Like, yeah, I am confident. Because some mean, people can't say it ever. Yeah. That's what I mean. Do you know what I mean? Like, I asked me five years ago. I wouldn't have said I was confident at all. Yeah. Like, do you think it's just maybe age? I think self-awareness
1: allows, like, I think self-awareness allows us to uncover like where we are, like where we are, how we feel, if and like where our emotions are at that moment. Um, so there's yeah, there's days where I'm like I'm not confident at all, and I don't want to talk about confidence, and I don't want to <laughs> deal with it, and I don't want to like <laughs> you're like like and it's right now yeah. Stop <laughs> <laughs> I'm like uh <laughs> just talk to somebody um no I yeah I it's hard like I honestly have still like roller coaster moments and I just don't think that's gonna go away either I yes age will help and we'll like we'll be able to shed a lot of like the shit that we don't, don't need to worry about but there'll be moments where we you know what we just don't feel like a hundred percent ourselves, or is not where we need to be and then Maybe we need to do more work on ourselves and then get to the point where, like, we're a little bit more confident and then we drop again. Like, I just think that's going to be life. I don't think there's going to be a point where I'm sure to this day Oprah still is, like, there's days where I'm not confident.
0: I mean, maybe she wouldn't say that. but <laughs> No, I listen to her podcast. She yeah. definitely touches on that. for
1: sure. Yeah. And so just, like, I just don't think we're ever going to get to the point where, like, I'm 100% confident. I can do anything in the world. It's like, Those people scare me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Because
0: they are people that, like, you know. I don't know. That freaks me out a bit. Maybe because I'm intimidated by it. It could be my own It
1: shit. could be their self-talk, too, and that helps them, like, motivate themselves to get through the day, and mm-hmm. that's perfectly mm-hmm. fine, too. For me, sometimes, I feel like I just am not comfortable saying that because I just don't feel like it's authentic for me to be, like, I'm really confident, say even though I don't feel it, mm-hmm. and, like, I understand words are power, and it, like, will really, you know, it'll manifest your day, it'll manifest your year, whatever it may be, but if I'm just not feeling that way, I'm just going to tell you how I feel. I feel like
0: shit. Don't talk to me, or... What do you think your biggest failure is? Oh, that's
1: <laughs> hard. <sighs> uh,
0: it, can, it doesn't have to even be with work. It could be anything. I, like, what do you perceive as your biggest failure? Um, I know that's a really hard question. That's but. a hard one. Honestly, when
1: I, like automatically i just take it very literally and i'm like oh it's when i got fired or it's that like, time yeah it was like there's still parts of it that still sting or just like hurt really yeah
0: even but, after all that time yeah really? it's
1: crazy there's a moment definitely i've moved so far from yeah, it of course, of course but there's definitely moments where i'm just like wow that really like the I'm, ego thing yeah definitely yeah. ego and so just like the fact that that still like can creep back into my present i'm just
0: like wow okay this leads me to a question then so do you think that that event that impacted you so much at the time led you to be, like, more motivated, more hungry? Like, where do you think you get your motivation from? Because you work a lot, like, yeah, we work a lot, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? And I always like to kind of figure out, why am I working like this? Why am I, why, like, yeah, we can all talk about, like, we all got to make it, we got to be successful, fine, that's great. Mm-hmm. But why am I really doing this? Yeah. Right? Why am I, Why am I filling my day up with all this work? Yeah. I know. It's hard.
1: What's the question again?
0: Um... Do you think, sorry, yeah. do you think that that um, event that happened, like you being fired, is oh. what kind of pushed you to do that? Or were Not you always kind of had that personality? I think
1: I always had it because even prior to that, like, again, what 19-year-old moves to Montreal and, like, works her ass off, like, yeah. night and day, you yeah. know? Um, I've always had it in me, but then I think that might have pushed me a bit further to, like... It wasn't necessarily a motivator either. I just, if I like something or I'm, hap- like, I'm invested in the project... I will give my 110%. It's like work ethics my parents taught me. You know, like I watched my parents work so hard growing up and I think it's just in me to like work hard. Sometimes maybe I work too hard and I'm not working smart enough. You yeah. know, like I think yeah. that's something that yes. I'm learning and it needs to like actually happen. It's yeah. like, why am I working so hard? Okay, that's important, but am I actually achieving what I need to achieve? Yes. And I like, could maybe get there faster
0: if I worked just a bit smarter. Yes. How do you do that? I look at, the no, because I'm I think i in that spot right, right now and I'm like, I don't know how to work smarter because I feel like I have to do all these things by myself right now. I, I don't think, know how to do that.
1: I think it's efficiency. So it's like just having are we doing things the most effective way? Like I know for myself, I tend to do things backwards sometimes. So I'm like I'm going to build this deck this way and, da, 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 and it's like there's way faster ways of doing it. There's way there's things I could learn that could just like get me to the end result a bit quicker, but I'm too stubborn or I'm just like, not open to like, <laughs> learning it or I'm not asking the right questions to get me to that point.
0: For me, I think it's like a matter of like, asking for help. Yeah, and that's usually like- I'm always like, I'll make the decision for the person. Like They're not gonna help me, fuck it, I'll just do it my own. Yeah,
1: it, yeah. Asking for help when I was independently working was the hardest thing for me. Why? Because I just thought I had to do it all myself. Yeah. I didn't know that like, other people would. Um, I did actually, like, I had amazing interns who were like m- blessings and they helped me so much, especially during, like, walk-in closet days. Uh, but, again, we were still, like, a team of two people. Yeah. All right. And then I had other support systems as well, but um, I maybe didn't utilize them in the way that I should have or could have.
0: Speaking of which, I really need an intern, so if anyone's listening, hit me up. Com- so I want to hear about some of the projects that you've done at mm-hmm. Shopify. Let's talk about some of the biggest ones, and I'll let you pick what they are. I specifically want to know about, like, ComplexCon and the Kylie shop, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but, like, whatever you want. Maybe just, like, I want to know, like, what they entailed mm-hmm. and, like, some challenges that you faced within it. Because those were, like, s- looking at, like, you doing them online yeah. was, like, oh, my God, it looks so fun. But I know behind the scenes you're just, like, yeah it's not easy.
1: Uh, well, to give more context on, like, what Shopify is,
0: uh, Shopify is a... <laughs> <laughs> plug, plug, plug. I'm, I know, but I'm also laughing because I know <laughs> when you explain, like, we've talked about it because I've had to explain it during an event or something. Yeah. And I was, like... hope i did it right because it's not easy to explain i know it's not easy to explain
1: but it's pretty simple yeah It, it helps you sell anywhere so whether it be online or in person um or through like social media it's a software that allows you to sell boom it's amazing done um so i work on the offline marketing team and from working on the offline marketing team that means i do a lot of like events or experiences hence ex- the exponential market and then
0: there's an online marketing team yeah and there's
1: an okay. online marketing team uh so we're essentially our job is to bring Shopify into the real world so there's a lot of crazy different weird interesting projects that we've got to work on um it's still a fairly new team so it's like been alive for the last like three and a half four years uh, i've been there for two years and then the company's just growing so fast and rapidly that, like...
0: I hear Shopify, Shopify yeah, all the time. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah.
1: Um, which is amazing. It's really exciting. Like, it legit is, like, a time... It's definitely a, a blessing
0: to be there right now. What a time to be alive. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Should I say that? that Does not make sense? I don't know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, man, I, I'm so much... Okay,
0: I'm gonna Let's start. say... Let's talk about ComplexCon, because you just finished... Just yes. came off that, right? So tell me exactly what you guys did there. So, ComplexCon,
1: we were a sponsor. One of the major sponsors. We are the official e-commerce, like, their... Not just Commerce. We're the official Commerce partner uh for ComplexCon in the second year in a row. So ComplexCon started last year, the first time ever in America. Um there's essentially is it's like that's even hard to explain, but it's not hard
0: to explain. It's a it's bunch the, of hype beasts in a room yes. for a couple days. Basically, it's the
1: internet in real
0: life. Which is fucking weird. It's
1: like hybrid it Instagram, it's it's there's such a <laughs> energy in the space that like is a bit addicting and you like by the end like i'm not a hype piece whatsoever and i come back and i'm like wearing all these things <laughs> i have all these dudes this like... girl has a supreme tracksuit <laughs> on that she waited in line for for three hours basically like i've become one like yeah, yeah. You i can not help it i don't even know what it means i don't even know like why i'm there but i'm in line <laughs> for this thing i'm not actually don't do it but like i understand i kind of get it uh so yeah it's all these major to mid to small brands that come who are like in streetwear, um it's art music culture within like hip hop and streetwear and um like pop like essentially popular culture, yeah, uh, pops up for two days in long beach and you they go there to shop exclusive drops from Nike, Adidas, to smaller brands that are, like, really, really, like, up-and-coming, like, could be the next Supreme, hype beast, like, brands. And it's crazy because these brands from small to big create these huge – it's like a pop-up shop for two days in this convention. And they do these elaborate um, booths that look like an actual store and all just for – to consume and yeah. shop. yeah. It's fascinating to see. It's fascinating to watch. There's definitely elements to it that I'm like, "Oh, I'm a bit sad." Like yeah. the culture is really cool and it's really addicting, but an addictive, I mean, but there's moments where I'm like, "Do you have the money for this?" Right. Where are you actually like, "Why are you spending it? Are are you reselling it?" Okay, that's maybe kind of fine. Maybe you're making money. Like the kids there who are shopping, I want to know so much about them.
0: <laughs> we got to <laughs> get like, deep with it. Who
1: are you? What are you doing? Why are you here? Yeah which goes back into why like i am in marketing like these are the questions i ask myself all yeah. the time because i'm very curious yeah. about it uh, but yeah it's a really really cool environment so
0: what did you do specifically for those two days uh
1: this year we did three different areas of like sponsoring so we made sure uh we supported everybody through their pos needs so like point of sale And then the specific area I worked on was this mini campaign called 10. So 10 powered by Shopify. And we curated 10 brands that are on our platform and use Shopify and we sponsored them to be there. So we brought brands from like India being nor black nor white. We brought daily paper from Amsterdam. We brought uh, places plus faces from London and then a bunch of others from um, LA and New York. Uh, And they all popped up and Again, not to say they could have been there without us, but definitely being sponsored to be there is definitely an amazing opportunity. Um, So and they get to test the waters as well. Like, is this the market that they want to keep coming back to? Um, I want to do it. Yeah, it's like it's so it's crazy. It's really cool.
0: Yeah,
1: it's really cool. And I think it's like they're just starting something that is going to turn into there's going to be so many more versions of this. Like there's beauty cons, there's definitely other cons out there um, that already have this like type of mentality and energy and like consumer culture, but beauty cons
0: intense. Beauty cons really intense. (laughs) I've never even been, but just looking at it, I'm like, oh my god, it's really intense. But it's actually
1: not as like intense, surprisingly, as complex con. Really? Yeah.
0: Really, like, oh, okay. Because
1: BeautyCon focuses on the talks more, and there's definitely yeah. opportunities to shop, but a lot of people go there to get free things or free. And like, like information. Yeah, and they're there to like listen to panelists. Uh, CompsCon has like that component as well, and they do have talks, but that's not the thing that they push and promote. It's like the you're going there to get the new whatever whatever drop might that might be happening. See, I don't, I'm not hypey. <laughs> so I don't know what drops are happening. Um, yeah so we also have this other product called frenzy which is like specifically for like the I've people heard about who this care too, yeah. it's an app that you put on your phone and you can essentially uh they'll be let's say um I'm trying to think of a adidas drops a new shoe and they can put their shoe on the app and then you can essentially buy instead of waiting in line you can buy it anywhere you can buy it either geo-fenced in that area or it could be an international drop and you have it at the touch of your fingers. So way easier to... It's like really shifting the way people can potentially buy in the future. Um, and it's a new product. that has been out for like a year and a bit. So there's definitely like more for... M- way more opportunity for it to grow. Cool. I yeah. love
0: hearing about this stuff.
1: Yeah, technology is fascinating.
0: It's just interesting to see like all the different like, ways that you would go into something like that in your job and have to, like, maneuver through all these different situations? Like, that's what I think of when you're talking.
1: Yeah. Well, like, it, the first year especially, it's, like, number one, complex ComplexCon has never happened before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So just navigating that. Like, Beast was interesting. Every project I think I do, it's never been done in a way. Or no one's actually done it. So there's nothing to actually compare no it to. Yeah, we, you create everything from scratch. Um there's things you can obviously like template off of. Now going being there for 2 years, I'm like, okay, did ComplexCon 2 years in a row now. I'm learning from last year. It's kind of comforting to know like we've improved or we are doing things the right way now.
0: It's exactly how I feel.
1: Yeah. The more yeah. we do it, but then there's still n- brand new opportunities that will come in and again no one's ever done it. I example like the Kylie pop-up which was like last year this time in LA, well outside of LA and again but that's what
0: you're good at like I said you're a builder yeah whether you see yourself that way or not I guess I am yeah it's, I guess it's, I am. that's 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 where I like I I, I share that w- with you in that like I'm good at like going in when there's nothing and then making it and then I'm just kind of like okay bye and then yeah. I'm gonna go do something else <laughs> which is good and bad because I'm good at creating something from nothing and so are you Yeah. but sometimes you get like we get like bored with it yeah. and you don't have the commitment <laughs> to see it really grow right Yeah. That's, like what's the, next yeah. what's new yeah yeah, yeah. But I think it would be good to continue with the same thing and be committed to it, but then just keep shifting and changing.
1: No, I see the benefits now in, in growth in yeah. that way and learning from your mistakes from the year before and being able
0: to like just do better. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. OK. What do you want to leave the audience with if you want to? What's your like inspirational quote for the day? <laughs>
1: Oh, it's my. Hold on, I have. I to knew reply. you'd have one. <laughs> That's why I
0: was like, she's not going to be like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, I know she's going to have one.
1: Well, this is like my poster that I have in my bedroom. So okay. should I take a photo? It's right here. What is it? What uh, is I is bought it? it from the West Coast Craft Fair, which we sponsored a couple weeks ago in San Francisco, and it's from people I've loved. It's really cute little. Um, not they're not little, but uh, just she just illustrates really. Tell me the quote,
0: goddammit. Posters. I'm plugging her. (laughs) Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. I didn't realize. That was my plug. I'm really
1: bad at it. So wait, so what's her name? (laughs) I don't, oh my gosh. How can you (laughs) plug her if you don't know her name? We talked about how I don't know names. (laughs) We talked about this. Why would you put me on the spot? Okay, well, we'll let you know
0: later what her name is in the description box. Okay, guys? I'm ready for the quote. Okay, ready. You are not
1: an imposter. You are for real. (laughs) Asterisk. It's not luck, timing, or lie. You deserve it. Ooh, it's a I cute little that. poster in my room now so I see it see every and I asked you about day. the imposter <laughs> I know. this is a real thing it's real see,
0: that's look, an amazing it's cute... quote yeah 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 I love that yeah you gotta find out who wrote that it's that's really good well I, uh, people I loved yeah that's good i of good there yeah yeah that's good Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, honey. You have people I loved. You know how much I love I you. I love you, too. Even I'm so though proud we never of you. Each other. I'm very proud of you, too. Thank you. Of course. I thought you were going to be like, I'm very proud of myself, too. I'm like, yes, you should be. <laughs> I mean, I am, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank okay. you. Oh, wait. Oh. Before you go, tell people where they can find you on social.
1: Oh, you can find me at miss underscore sing. So M-I-S-S underscore S-I-N-G-H. And I predominantly use Instagram. I have Twitter, but I'm not really time for that. I mean, one day,
0: maybe again. <sighs> it's too much. I don't know. Too many incessant thoughts. And Anyways. I'm on Snapchat, but I don't really use it anymore either. I know. Instagram. I know. Um, you, can, you guys can find me at I am Bianca Harris and Whip Toronto, like I tell you, every single week. If you're still not following me by now, I don't know what you're doing, because I tell you this every single week. Thank you That's guys true. for listening. We'll hear from you next time. Bye.